Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your show. Welcome back, everybody. Great, great, great. Welcome back. Welcome back to Charlie Rose. Welcome back. Gross. Wow, I thought that song was going to go on for a lot longer. I can make it go on. (laughs) I know. It's great, great, What do you got against Charlie Rose? Great, 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 great. It's great. Charlie Rose is great. (laughs) Great, great. great. Let me finish the song next time. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My mistake. You're prematurely Uh, jumping off of the bit, my friend. Everybody, welcome to the Valley Cast. We have Kevin, Elliot, and Joe today. Give a round of applause. Really, uh, really highlighting the whiteness without Steve here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> really the least diverse podcast you could possibly be listening to. Yep. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, Steve's not feeling good today, so we're handling it without him. He's got a little bit of the weather, and he's under it. <gasps> God. <laughs> supposedly. We want him, we, he's just being sick. Did you say too. supposedly? Well, what are you doing? Okay. He is sick. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, you're talking. You're you getting on pronunciation? Are you pronunciation? Oh, you're talking about this? Yeah. Supposedly. Steve's fine. Supposedly. (laughs) What are you saying again? Say it again. Well, now you're gonna get me confused. No, I think you are confused. Steve is supposedly sick. Okay. No. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Let me. You know. I need to know. Hold on a second. I think I know. It's supposed. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to the? Is he he going to the party tonight? I don't. I don't know. Supposedly. 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 He said blee, though. Supposedly. No, that's way wrong. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly is supposedly. offensive. Supposedly. But I supposedly think I supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> supposedly. Ah, yeah, oh. I'm a supposedly with a V. But it's not, there's no options. It's. A, I know, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> there's anyway. regional options. We know that this is a truth in our, in our yeah. society. Yes. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly sick. <laughs> So Steve po- is supposedly psych. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm not. We don't even. I was just gonna say that he's just taking it safe. We don't even know if he's super sick or not. No, I heard yeah. a little cough. I heard a little scratch in the throat. Anyways, yeah. Uh, send I bet. him love on the when twits. Talking to you in the instas and the TikToks. It's crazy. Elliot, you had a great. Um, you had a great. We had a good discussion before getting on this podcast today about um, the evolution. If you don't mind me making you talk about this, but the evolution mm-hmm. of how we used to talk about the internet to how we're talking about the internet now. And I thought it was fascinating Ooh. and I would love for you to share it with Kevin so he yeah. can pontificate upon it and the audience can hear it because I think it's incredibly true. Well, thank you so much, Joe. Talk uh, about that. I certainly think it's interesting. I don't know if there's anything to it, but Kevin, get a load of this. I'm ready to pontificate. This is also related to a story I have to tell uh, regarding um, paper writing. So this week Ooh, I was doing uh, that, yeah. that's a that's some foreshadowing right? segue it's right very there. Fun. How often do you get a foreshadowing segue? On here? No, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Never. Um I, I I was reflecting on the ways in which the language of the internet has shifted from the time of my youth to current day. Okay. For example, when I was a, a teenager, I had a MySpace which yes. was exactly that. It was my space. It was a sort of digital bedroom, and I could uh, you know, customize it with my theme that would sort of display my personality. It had yes. a song on it that I liked that people could come to. It was my little domain. And space also, on its own, 
represents something even bigger. Exactly. Like space can be confined and it can be personal, but it's also but it's all encompassing. Spatial. It's all of us. Right? And you can get into also the term cyberspace. Same idea. Yep. Uh, it lists all these, you know, sort of we're different planets of all yeah, kinds yeah. you can go to. And then, um, and then the World Wide Web, mm-hmm. uh, America Online. Um, we, you know, we're America. We're here. This is space, but we're also online. And then explore. Explore Internet Explorer. It's a great example. That's oh, the other big yeah. one. Explore. We're going out. You know, we're venturing into the the unknown. Over the years, it's shifted, um, and now we have, for example, particularly popular and younger with younger people, is TikTok, which is the sound of time passing. It's the sound of a clock. Interesting. Uh, going. And then there's Instagram, which is Both instant. Super Instagram. instant. Even the tick and the talk mm-hmm. are instant. It's a second. Yes. Tweeting is like chirping. It's just a little boop. You get it out. No big deal. So basically, we've gone, uh, the internet's gone from um, spatial to more temporal, related to time. And, uh, ah. and I was reflecting on uh, what that could possibly mean and what's going on. That as we have a current literal climate that's going through, we could say some changes. Uh, and there's a, a sort some of, might say you might say yeah. Yeah. some might say. Uh, <laughs> and so now we have just as the actual climate seems to be heating up, getting a little faster. The online climate, uh, the language of it is subtly and perhaps unconsciously shifting toward a sort of. Yeah, something's going on. I like to, I, I responded with uh Get it all in now, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. this is the time. You got like dense. Get it. Do it now. If you have a thought, tweet it. You got a picture, post yeah. it. You got a TikTok. There's so much TikTok, stuff TikTok. to TikTok. see. Oh. You got about a tick and a talk to get it in. Yep. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, because I think we all knew that everything was becoming instant and our attention spans are shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. Going but live. It's, it's interesting that you thought of it with the vocabulary of everything as well. It's fun, right? TikTok, yeah. Yeah. Instant. So, anyway. Here's the story. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's a little fun there. little fun thing to think about. I don't know if there's anything to it, but it's just nice to I think there's something whatever. to it. So I was writing this paper and it was Wednesday. And it, this is the last day of writing and I wrote two papers. One was horrible and then the other one, um not horrible, but not my best. And then this one I really cared about and really wanted it to be like I hope your good professor is not a, a listener of I know. this podcast. Ooh, I bet I would have gotten bag raped. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, this is a bullshit paper. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that would be bad. Uh, so, I did not give it my best. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to totally get this by my professor. Maybe. Like, you know, he likes psychology, you know, but he's like, I think he's got a little obtuse. Yeah, so I would like, I'd want to meet your professor if he watched Valley Folk. I'll tell you something about my professor when we're not. Or she. When we're not. Um, yeah, one of them is hilarious. but um, so One of them. One I of hope them. the other one's not I watching. Know, I know. Yeah. The other one's brilliant. One of them. I got to tell you after this, though, about my other professor. Good. Very fun fact. Uh, but I can't tell it on, on here. Um, so. I'm writing these papers, and I'm in my little, like, like okay, I'm Paper going, bubble. I'm almost finished with it, but I have to go through, and you have to make it APA. You have to make sure it's structured correctly. And my phone starts uh, going off, and it's like a spam number. And so uh, I hit, no, thank you, and then it starts. What state? What state do you California. typically? No, okay. Um, and then I started getting another one, and another one, and another one, and oh. I was like, what's going on? And I start blocking the numbers. And then about two minutes go by, and again, and again, and Whoa. again. Jeez, I've never, like, never had that something, happen. Yeah, I was like, something's going on. And so I started getting frustrated, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick up now. Yes! Yes! But, and this is not necessarily my proudest moment, <laughs> uh, when I hit answer, I said, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> thinking that it was going to be like a telemarketer person. Oh, and no. it ended up being, a, and by the way, this is all different numbers. This one happened to be what sounded like a little old lady. Oh, and no. she said, what are, you, what are you doing? I was just trying to call you back. <laughs> but at that point. Do was, you have my sweet potato? <laughs> yeah. Call <laughs> back. Last episode. <laughs> but I was too deep in it and too frustrated to change my my mo Demeanor? yeah and so i just replied to her with <laughs> no yeah and then i hung up on her and it was very fun but then i was like okay that's done that that won't happen again <laughs> few minutes few minutes a different number what's starts going calling. on and i was like i have to turn my phone off like my phone is unusable and yeah. i'm trying to do the pair and, and i was like this is insane so this one particular number starts calling me and it's got a name on it says it's from Inglewood. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna block this number. I block it and it doesn't, it didn't do anything. And this person kept calling and calling and calling and calling. And I was like, how is this happening? I Googled it and I, they were like, maybe this is happening, maybe this is happening. So again, I answer yeah. and this time I didn't do the screaming thing. <laughs> and I just said, why are you calling me? And there was a black guy on the other side of the phone who said, why you hang up on me, man? I'm trying to give you my social security number. And I said, don't do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like, no, nah, man. He's like, you want my social security number? I'm going to give you my social security number. And I was like, dude, Wait. I was like, listen. It's like a reverse yeah, phishing yeah. scam where they're like, they're yes. not trying to get your exactly. information. They're trying to give you, you theirs. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I said, listen, man, I think my number is being used by some sort of telemarketing yeah. thing to 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 get this stuff and he goes oh, okay he was like i don't think you're lying but let me tell you what just happened <laughs> yeah and i was like okay and you start writing and he on goes, your paper yeah he goes, like hold on let me i, I gotta yeah. just let me set something up here real quick <laughs> yeah psyche's speaking to me uh he goes listen uh this guy calls me he starts telling me that my student loans have been forgiven Hell he yeah, goes, congratulations. You, he goes, you do not sound <laughs> like you are from Pakistan. <laughs> and I was like, nope. I was like, I'm not from Pakistan. Wow. And he was like, I don't mean to be racist. I'm not racist. But I was talking to this guy, basically, and he said, my student loans are about to be forgiven. But here's the thing. I'm 34 years old. I'm not an idiot. I know that my student loans are about to be forgiven. So I start messing with the guy. He realizes that I'm starting to, they, to mess with him. <laughs> and then he tells me he's going to come to my house and kill me and my entire family. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, you're in the middle of your finals. I was like, I... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, dude, I've been getting calls like nonstop for the past half hour. I was like, I, I don't know what's going on. He goes, all right, all right, all right, all right I believe you. I believe you. Okay. Uh, and I was like, listen, um, I was like, uh, I don't know anything about your student loans. And he was like, I got you, I got you, man. I was like, you guys, you might have to get a new number. And I was like, yeah, I think I have to get a new number. It's called like spoofing or something. And like you were that. like, speaking of numbers, how about that social yeah, about, security? Yeah. <laughs> social security yeah. uh, he was like the nicest guy. And uh, I was like, all right, Whoa. man, have a good one. He was like, you too, man. All right. So basically, and then I started getting texts probably oh, from the old gosh. ladies being like, can you text me back? Can you text me back? So basically, my number got hijacked by yeah. some sort of... Wow! International uh, Ponzi, not even spam. Ponzi scheme, yeah. but just spam yeah. like so all over the place. My number is what shows up when 
people are about to get frauded. The predatory. And so freaking, yeah. when they threaten them and hang up on them, the number they have is mine. And I, I went through, you know, a long time of just being like, it's wow. not me. Wait, I texted okay. people back. I was like, you're being frauded. This is anything you've, any experience you've had with this number is you're lying to <laughs> mom hi it's me elliot <laughs> maybe no not sure no, no. um hey but Moms, just in case <laughs> <laughs> wait I, yeah go ahead i feel like now you can just save people's yeah. lives yeah yeah you i think could, i did you a just have bit. the power to just be you're one a guardian angel yeah, yeah exactly that's great wait okay so follow-up questions one can we read some of the texts Two. No, there's only one text that I got. It was, um, it said, uh, um, let's see. Was I said, oh, they said, please text me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> said, my number's being used for spam. Whoever you previously talked uh, to. Two, have you changed your number? You haven't. Because nah. I still, wow. No, nah, that's so you're only, only Your number you is still 818. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's basically uh, that's the only thing you can do if this happens. And apparently your numbers are chosen at random from what yeah, I read, I and there's nothing you can do. Uh, wow. wow. I'm not going to change my number, so I'm just going to make a lot of new friends who are going to yell at me <laughs> and be <laughs> so upset because they think I threatened to kill them and their family, and which is was... very strange. And apparently this happens a lot. If you if you get a telemarketer and you start messing with them, it will they'll either threaten you or they will transfer you to like a conference call who then they'll all start telling you know f u f u f u that's fun Whoa. yeah it's a little fun thing <laughs> because they don't care and they are trying to you know scam you yeah. did you guys know that there's a sub genre of people that like they do twitch they'll do live yes. streams of messing with and but getting they're back like, no. to they're like these pro hackers that will get on the calls with these people that are trying to scam elderly folk or unsuspecting people, and they'll start. They use like a voice changer. Yeah, they'll use a voice things. changer, and they'll start yeah. going back and forth with them, and then they'll just start hacking into their system in whatever country they're doing it from, Beautiful. and deleting and everything, deleting everything <laughs> on their computer to the point where by the end of this like forty-five minute stream, and they're fascinating. They are, they oh, are would, so much I'd fun be, to watch. I'd watch every second. The people on the other side of the line are begging, crying, sometimes. crying. Yeah. That to just like please bring my, my files back please do it they they hack into the like the security camera systems on the fly to where they can see and they're recording the camera systems in another so country cool. they're that, what they're hacking into the cameras so in real time they're watching the guys freaking out at their desks while they're getting hacked and then they'll be like I can see you you're wearing a blue shirt and. When the when the coin fight or yeah when the page finally turns on the mm. people on the other side of the line, it's some of the most fascinating content mm, that's great. that you could ever watch. Yeah, like you said, Kevin, it's like these are I'm I'm watching a wizard. Yeah, like, like goofy well, espionage. I mean, I find hackers, and it's I just like kind of thought about this recently. Hackers are like one of the coolest so cool. things to me. <laughs> so cool. but like, it's like a spy. You, it, yeah, but when you think hackers about like hackers for good, you mean? Yeah, yeah. But White I mean, hat. even hackers who do like <laughs> things that are lame too can like it's still cool sometimes. Because I feel like thinking of actual hacking, it's very like a nerdy quote unquote and like coding and mm -hmm. all these types of things. But when I think of a hacker, I think of somebody who can, is has so much power. Yeah, so much in power. this world because of everything being a online. Scary amount of power. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys get the texts from like? This is AT&T. We accidentally overcharged you. Click I, on this and we'll rebate you for your no. thing. I'm I like, don't get that many spam things, can, luckily. Well, now I get them. It's every day. All day, oh, every I, day. Ugh. Yeah, I, I've certainly got them. And I just it, I, it's just become second nature for me to 
ignore them. Yeah. I really felt like I made a friend with this guy. He was uh, <laughs> he was like, man, he was like, <sighs> he's like just kind of like almost confiding. And he was like, I played football in college. He was like, I played football in high school. I'm not scared of this mother. And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> I like that he was actively trying to get back to give him a false yeah, security. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. it, which is the kind of crap I would do if me, I'm answering going yeah. to people. <laughs> Poor like old women who are just like, I'm trying. I just wanted to give you my fortune. Yeah. God. Oh. It's crazy, though, because when you watch those hacking videos, because we're not the people so far that are getting the attempts thrown at us, right? You start seeing the predatory side of it and the th- the way they're talking to these yeah. these elderly ladies that are on their yeah. own or, or men and they're just not used to this world. They just start giving it up mm-hmm. and willingly and like very swiftly. Yeah. And they just start. But the voice changer people are funny because they'll turn on the elderly, the elderly lady. lady <laughs> and they actually do sound like an old lady. Look at these numbers. So we got it's Grace. Caller ID. Okay. That's that guy. All right, whose okay, name okay. showed up, and then we got. Pat. Oh, you got his name and everything. It showed up for me. Yeah, look him up. On I'm gonna find MySpace. out if he did. I did. I couldn't find him. Oh, oh MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see if he did play college football. That number. That number. That number. Um, Bula Gertrude. Um, Frankie. Uh, that number. That number. Kevin Plackey. When I called, dude, left a voice message, and you can tell Tuesday to Wednesday. So also, wow. Kevin, we're gonna need your social security number yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> I called Kevin and asked him for social security number. <laughs> I have it. Uh, yeah. True. Crazy. Anyway, that was my week. <laughs> wow. Well, hold on. Yeah, he did play football. Did he? Yes, yeah. he did. He's a good dude. Good man. I could tell you what years. I could tell you what school. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> We're all hackers. Uh, I'm a hacker. Send me that. I'm very good. <laughs> I want to reach out and be like, you remember me? I tried to fraud you. <laughs> Give me that social security number. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dude, I that's crazy. One day, yeah. What a what a man. And what? it was I've never had anything. I was like gonna have to turn the phone off, and uh, and I was like, if this doesn't end, this is my new life. It's <laughs> just being like, no. I love how yeah. the inconvenience of this is far easier than the inconvenience of going and changing your number. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I was thinking about that. I was like, there's six people I talk to. Yeah. It wouldn't be that hard. Uh, You'd rather talk to 45 people than change your numbers <laughs> six other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, we'll just we'll just take the the random. I'll just yeah. And there's no way to solve it. So if it happens to you, get ready. You're going to get a lot of angry yeah. people calling you folks. Dang. And they're uh never happened to me. So I've never are... had like a hack or like a spam or some sort of fraud really? thing happen to me yet. Ellie, my girlfriend, she had a like, this was a couple months ago. She was applying for different jobs for graphic design. She had just graduated and then got an email back from a pretty legit-looking email saying, you know, we saw your resume, uh, and it was from this, like, Warner Music yeah. group and scheduled an interview with her. Um, In person? Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Had an interview with the person. She said it was a normal interview, telling, like, asking for, uh, like, whatever, you know, your goals, normal interview questions. Then after... With a person? With a person. But what we noticed in the first email, there was a couple, there was, like, two weird grammar things. Mm -hmm. More common than you would think, though. I've seen them a lot in the professional realm recently. Because then... After the they interview, said supposedly, <laughs> <laughs> supposedly, after the interview, they like said you have to 
pay this amount of money to do like an application thing or whatever and you need to put in your information and all that stuff and like then she looked up all this and apparently there was like forums of this happening to a lot of other people in was that she world. freaked out make her feel kind of violated it just it just sucked it because she thought it was like an opportunity for a good like job a, like a sucks. face-to-face yeah. actual interview yep whoa that's crazy yeah Crazy. But that's like the most that's been close to me that uh, some sort of fraud. Oh, like earlier happened. this year, I've had my bank account hit probably like four, five times in my Dang. life. And the last one was the most egregious, but it was also the easiest to deal with because the bank called me up and they were like, hey, we, um, because my card wouldn't work. I was like, oh man, what's going on? I'm uh-huh. called the bank and they're like, hey, somebody tried to take $170,000 out of your, um, your checking account. And then we both had a real <laughs> fun laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good old laugh. We had a good time. <laughs> I was like, let's and we both just laughed. And I was and like, let's, uh, let's cancel my cards and turn that back on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to need the 400 bucks in there. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we're good. I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> they really went for it. But that also shows what they do is that they'll Shut they probably down. throw that line out Oh, 1,000 yeah. times before yeah. they're caught. Just being like, we got this list from this company that we hacked. We're going to hit 1,000 accounts. We're going to ask for $170,000 yeah. from all of them. And maybe two of them hit. Yeah. And they get that money. And that money just goes to them. And then the bank goes, okay, well, I, we, yeah. you're, you're, we're gonna, just going to reimburse your money because mm-hmm. it's all fake. <laughs> yep. None of it's real. And That's then it true. just works out. That is true about money. It is not real. Uh, uh, we made it up. Uh, but, yeah, I've had that happen with um, – like gas charges and uh yep. people would yeah, they'd be like are you, are these your charges did you buy gas in uh you know west virginia Oxnard or something yeah that, yeah like no nope. that was yeah that was steep supposedly they were excuse me they were doing uh the thing where they put the, <laughs> the plastic did he say it right i did you yeah. did okay <laughs> uh, if i may supposedly <laughs> uh they were doing the thing where they had the little plastic thing they put in the card reader that's happened to me too yeah, ah. and then they now they switched it to chip stuff. Most stuff is that you put the chip in, which does add security. And it's like whatever. Wow. They're, they're all just gonna. Yep. I've just. I think we live in a society these days Uh-oh. where it's like, I've just become. I have these conversations with my dad. I'm like, Dad, you got to stop worrying. Just yes, get a debit card. He's like, I don't want my stuff to be stolen. But I understand that fear because he comes from cash and checks from back yeah. in the yeah. day, which I was for the longest of time, and then. You just you get into the system, and once you're in the system, because everything is in the system now, you just have to live with like w- it's going to happen sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and you hopefully are in a situation where you're with institutions that fix it quickly, which has been my case. But I know of nightmare scenarios where people have had like to spend months or years trying to clear their wow. name or their credit or get their money back or stuff like that. So Ugh. I have no advice. I'm just spewing off. Well, look, we have uh, as a company, we as Valley Folk, we have um, a shared Amazon account where we put our own kind of cards on it. And the amount of things you've gotten for me, Joe, recently are really sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but You're it also welcome. means that if I order anything off of Amazon, it shows up in the email, uh, and so everyone knows that I got. I know all of your bad six habits. things of to- toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> toothpaste. I was sick of buying toothpaste. Like, shh, I'm buying a ton of toothpaste. Uh, so much. All right, so peep this. You're walking down your hallway. You pass that hallway mirror that you have. You know, the one that you look in and you check yourself out, and then you see that you're all 
you got red spots, you got acne, and you're like, dang, gotta do something about that. So then you go to the bathroom, you hightail it to the bathroom, and you open up the medicine cabinet, and the medicine cabinet's all like, look at me, I'm filled with a bunch of crap you bought over the last 10 years that you don't know what it does. That's what happens to all of us. So here's the thing, it turns out most skincare products don't do much. The best way to treat acne is with fewer products that are clinically proven and customized to your skin. And that's why we are excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Not Tommy's skin, not Bethany's skin, your skin. And if you're Tommy or Bethany, then this, this whole little bit that I just did is working out perfectly. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create a customized treatment plan just for you. Not for everybody else, for you. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you with your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots, all things that I have to deal with, which is why I tried Apostrophe, and it was great. And one of the best parts about the service that I really did appreciate was the back and forth with the actual board-certified dermatologist. There's something that is uh, encouraging and nice and comforting knowing that you're actually having a back and forth with a human being and you're not just a number in a system that is squirting out squirty squirts for your face and sending them to your to your homie home. <laughs> so that's one of the things that I appreciated the most about, about working with the service as well as the results. I cleared up quite a bit. So we have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash valleycast when you use your code valleycast. This code is only available to our listeners. And give it a shot. I really, I really do recommend it. So to get started, go to apostrophe.com slash valleycast and click begin visit. Then use our code valleycast to sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash valleycast. Use that code ValleyCast to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Squirty Squirt. Everything's fine and great and the world is fine. Nothing's bad and everything's fine. Hey, and do me a favor, guys. Do not laugh. Okay, because this episode of the ValleyCast is brought to you by Last Laugh Season 2. Huh? All right? Which is part game show part social experiment, and 100% evil laugh challenge spectacular. (laughs) Last Laugh returns for a second season with 12 contestants gathered for six hours to see who literally laughs last. Okay, this is a really fun show, guys. If they laugh, smile, or smirk, they're eliminated and prevented from dethroning season one winner Blaine Gibson. Whoop, whoop. Hosts Jeff Ramsey and Elise Willems have an entire new collection of surprises, but will they be enough to break their contestants? So guys, why don't you tune in September 9th on Rooster Teeth to see who's the last one laughing and catch up on season one with all the episodes available to stream. We love us some Elise Willems. We love us Rooster Teeth over here. We Hey, listen, big fans. We're big fans over here at the Valley Folk, at the Valley Cast, okay? So um, I better... All right, guys. We'll check it out. All right. We're talking Last Laugh Season 2 with returning champ Blaine Gibson, 
Jeff Ramsey and Elise Willems, what more do you need? That's September 9th on Rooster Teeth. Thank you, Rooster Teeth. Thank you, Rooster Teeth. Oh, hey guys, Elliot here. I'm about to do a read for something I'm wearing on my body right now. That's always fun and a little weird and definitely accidental. Guys, I'm talking about cuts clothing. Fellas, listen, the sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and your wardrobe. Your fits need to be versatile, blending timeless style and comfort so that you look as good as you actually feel on the inside and outside. For that, there's Cuts Clothing. They have taken a classic men's fashion staple, the plain tee, which I am wearing right now and it's incredibly comfortable, and they've refined it, combining premium quality with a minimalist aesthetic. Cut shirts, polos, hoodies, and crew sweatshirts are made for the man who works hard, plays hard, and never settles for less, all in the sport of business. They take a plain tee, but they make it more like Tony Stark. They Tony Stark it up a little bit. The, the bleeding edge of fabric technology meets the man confident enough to wear it. That's what Cuts Clothing is. I love these guys very much. I love the I love it. I, they're my favorite t-shirts I've ever worn in my life. And so every time I get to do this ad, I consider it honestly an honor. And you know what? I think you'll feel the same way if you get it and you try it out because it's very, very fun. In 2016, Cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothing ready for every occasion the modern man faces. He started by reinventing the t-shirt. The end result, what GQ magazine calls the only shirt worth wearing. I'd have to agree, but I usually do agree with what GQ magazine says. The signature buttery soft Pika Pro Tri-Blend Tee is a bold new take on a classic design combining the ultimate blend of high quality cotton polyester and spandex is it the perfect t-shirt yes yes it is they did it next cut set out to create fabric uniquely engineered for each clothing style so consider the new cuts hoodie where they developed a hyperloop french terry fabric a textile that's temperature controlled and ageless how cool is that it sounds very fancy and i don't fully understand it but i, I hope i get to wear one soon put cuts is premium with a purpose each piece of clothing is designed with custom engineered fabric expert graded for the perfect fit, arming you for every challenge and opportunity. Arming? I see what they did there. Anyway, it's not just a lifestyle, it's not just clothing, it's office leisure apparel for the sport of business. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash valleycast. That's cutsclothing.com slash valleycast for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Uh, Segway, transition. Yeah, that's enough No that. foreshadowing. Here we go. Today... During recording, right now, it is my daughter's 14th birthday. So, A, happy birthday, Hayden. I love happy you. Happy birthday, you, Hayden. Uh, birthday, I love you. Hayden. You impress me on a daily basis. You Your self-reliance is um, incredible. I can't believe it. How you got through the last two years yep. dealing Very with true. the world. Jeez. Um, that is an unprecedented thing, and the way that you have has impressed me, and uh, I love you so much, and you'll never listen to this. So, to all you Haydens out there, you're welcome. Yep. Um, but it made me start thinking about she's at this age, which is so like pivotal and formative and it all matters. And the next four years are going to shape her for better or for worse, hopefully for better. And the, the, the four years that you look back on for the longest of times. Yeah. I mean, I still look back on the four years. You hope that they're not your best. You hope that they're not the peak. But then I was thinking at 14 freshman year, who was I when I was 14 what was I thinking? What was I doing? You were a Pentecostal Christian Republican <laughs> who liked theater. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's what I want to know about. Like, you guys all going into high school, your 14, 15 year yeah. old year. What's going through your mind? Who are you? How, I mean, gosh, are you even, how much of you now is that person that gosh. was that person back then? Like, what a weird thing to think about, right? 
I loved baseball. I was playing all stars all the time. I was, uh, doing band i was hoping to get into like second chair if not first chair as a trumpet player and that really Let's go for it really mattered to Dream. me wow like um football had stone hands what that meant was i was a receiver but i couldn't catch i played basketball couldn't play basketball but i hustled so i was a starter and then i i played track and i ran the mile played track i ran track and i I ran a four fifty six mile. Nice, and it was awesome. Yeah, and like I don't that, know what that means that was my four minutes and fifty six. Thanks, four man. minutes and fifty six. Thank you. Running, Thanks, running a sub five minute. I just mile thought it was a really cool. long mile. <laughs> uh, but that that was my freshman year, and 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 trying to figure out who I was. Was I a was I an academic? Because I was also doing all the AP classes and stuff. Was I a sports person? Was I a jock? Was I a musician? And I was a little bit of all of it. But I just remember how confusing it was because it was also bouncing around between friend groups and yeah. trying to find out who you are because you're 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 creating the character that is you because there's so much pressure on a societal level in high school as well so you're like trying to figure out who you are on an authentic level but then you're trying to find out who you are in a projection level but Which you're I think also are two doing things. this without you even realizing exactly that you're doing this the like all pressure. this is happening yeah with just these yeah constant pressure yep it sucked. <laughs> That's a lot, of, how, lot of energy. How like ready were you for to do all those sports? Did you know like mm -hmm. all of those Great sports question. you were gonna start? No, I kind of fell into a lot of them because we were we didn't have a lot of means growing up. So I played baseball most of my life and that's kind of was my self identification. That's a lot of what growing up? Baseball. Memes? Huh? We didn't have a means, lot means, mean, oh, means, means, means. Supposedly. We didn't have a lot of means. <laughs> And Jeez, you guys are really gonna catch me up every sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's a 4:56 mile. So, like, that's all I did forever. I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to try football, but we couldn't really afford it. And then when you get into the higher levels of school, where I grew up, at that time they were free. So it's like I could play basketball and okay. wrestling and track and, and football and at least give them a shot. But before that, I was in this weird mental space because I found ballet and yeah. dance from fifth to eighth grade because it was free and because I, I was a boy. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it because I'm a boy. So I got bullied for that, but you I also self-identified with it. smart move. <laughs> well. We all know. Yeah. yeah. We can say it. I That's did it because there were so many girls in it. And, <laughs> but then going into high school, I was kind of balancing like what I was doing the past three years with kind of this performative art thing, which I didn't know I liked or why I was doing it. I think it was more of a subconscious thing. And uh, so I was kind of balancing the transition of both of those worlds at that time. Okay. So was yep. I ready for it? Maybe, maybe not. But I also came up in a place where there wasn't a lot else to do. So you do sports. You just did it. You yeah. just do sports. Yeah. The late psychologist James Hillman has <laughs> a um, thing called the acorn theory where you can sort of look at your life and you can see the ways in which uh, like an acorn grows into an oak tree where mm. you sort of you can see signs of what you are now from your past uh, because a lot of psychology is based on sort of trauma that you have yes. as a young person James Holman was also like you can actually look at the good things that happened in your childhood and equally see how they've affected you and uh, it's interesting that yeah you were doing arts stuff and you were doing physical stuff mm -hmm. and uh, you were doing without thinking and now you do art stuff physical things you do <laughs> responsibility you take care of people but you also are like doing goofy TikToks too it's very fun it's goofy TikToks <coughs> I don't. I mean, artistic, whatever you want to call them. Because we're out of MySpace now. But yeah, no, yeah. for real. Yeah, for it's real. cool. Uh, and also, um, 
the fact that you ran a mile in less than five minutes blows my mind. <laughs> I know. And then that's I had very a dumb fo- football coach that only cared about. Well, he wasn't dumb. He's, that's, he doesn't listen to this podcast. But I'm not going to say he was <laughs> dumb. But he was like, "Hey, why are you um why are you running the mile? You play football. You need to sprint." And I was like, "Okay, you. I think you're cool." So then I stopped running the mile. I yeah, could have got crazy. Wow. I could have got the mile down. I bet you I could have ran a sub 430 mile but this guy took me out of distance because i was like i want to catch balls but i can't catch balls because people call me stone hands but football's (laughs) cool (laughs) okay let's do that so yeah anyways where were you guys at that time like 14 what were you doing i guess that kind of like shaped what you're doing now or didn't shape i mean i was definitely involved in videos and stuff like that but did you guys have like av club or anything we had well we had like a thing called hawk talk because we were the hawks Hawk talk. So we had like a hot hawk. We talk, had a weekly uh, broadcast that we put out live every morning, and it had different segments, had the news, had a bunch of like different things. Morning announcements type. Yeah, it was like deal? at ten, I think, type of thing, and every class would just play it on the TV. And I had known about that like since like fourth grade because my sister went to that same school. I watched like online all her. Uh, hawk talks that they did and then leading up to that i was like i really want to be in that um very cool so wait real quick your sister kind of provided an example for you that you thought was really cool she wasn't in hawk talk she was talking about hawk talk because she would see it she was still in like theater some stuff so she knew some of the kids that were in those classes but she wasn't actually in that program um she was on that hawk talk talk that's right (laughs) and uh i guess but that's the thing is like man the seventh like end of seventh eighth grade into ninth grade was like one of the highest anxiety times of my life to where eighth grade for like a most i think it was like three quarters of the year i was homeschooled because i was absent so much from school that they finally had to just be like, you can't yeah. be absent Whoa. this much because of anxiety. You were like, I need because to, of, I can't go in at the time. I was like, I just feel sick. I feel like I have a headache and a stomach ache and I can't do it. Um, and Did then, you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, physically I didn't feel like, well. Yeah. yeah. But I think deep down I knew it was just fear. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like then coming from out of, uh, being homeschooled, going to then this high school, still just very anxiety ridden i'm like i honestly am having trouble like remembering what my day-to-day yeah thoughts like what Mm -hmm. was i because probably blacked it out a little bit uh, probably because all i can remember now is like videos and girls like those were the two things i feel like i was thinking (laughs) about like most of the time naturally at least you had videos to to at least distract you from the girls because i don't even know if i yeah yeah videos back then yeah because that's the that's the unsaid thing the the girls were uh, 100% oh man front of my mind the Mm -hmm. whole time all the time yeah all the time constantly yeah I remember uh, getting the vibe from adults of like, ah, when you're that age, it's just all you're going to think about is girls. And I remember being like, I don't know what that I will ever be able to stop thinking about <laughs> <girls>. <laughs> all of the time. There's freshman girls and there's sophomore yeah. girls yeah. and then there's juniors and there's seniors. Yeah. Senior girls might as well have been 40 years old. I was like, I you guys are goddesses. I yeah, they were like Amazonian women. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> like oh. 
What do you know? I had such a weird thing. I mean, weird and also kind of cool, and I'm happy about it, but it was just so, like, ridiculous. I There was a girl, because we, uh, my elementary school went up to sixth grade, and then... So did mine. Nice. It's like a foreign experience for most people. Yeah. Not a lot of people have that. Mine yeah. went up to eighth. Your Sh- elementary? Actually, it oh. was a private school. So yeah. Like kindergarten some, to 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Did you, was that where it was like one class each time? Yep. yep. That's so weird to oh. me. That's so weird. You yeah. couldn't and I get went away from, from them. Went from the same people for a bunch of years, minus one or two in the middle, but then all the same people my entire childhood. And then high school was a huge high school uh, in Lakeland, Florida called Lakeland High School, which was like thousands and thousands Shout of out. kids. And uh, yeah, and it, I went to the arts part of it. Shout out. Harrison okay. Arts Center, yeah. Uh, okay. It's such a mad, mad, mad experience. Nice muse reference. I can't for a... I think we've already talked about this, but I can't for a moment comprehend that. Doing the same class every single year. The same kids? Yeah. No way. Same classroom. Same classroom? Put that book away. Oh, no. Take out your math book. Whoa, that just... Dude, wow. wild. Uh, the monotony I never... of for eight years. Yeah, Could you imagine? Hell. That was the, like the roll of the dice, the Yahtzee yeah, shaker. Yeah, that's of the like... one with the excitement. It yeah. Is, yeah, I guess it is kind of crazy. I've never really thought yeah. about it being Ugh. crazy, but uh, the transition was crazy, but I haven't really oh, thought about how weird it would be. lived like a little house on the prairie lifestyle in Lakeland, Florida, is what you did. Yeah, wow. Like, like, a, like 50 people yeah. in a community, and all the kids just grew up. That's so yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. And there's a church across the street. It was attached to the church. And the school itself was in the shape of an E because it was an evangelical, but it started as Fuck the, you. No way. It was in the shape of an E, and it started as uh, the evangelical retirement community. So all of our classrooms are actually converted Re- old wow. people. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, Very funny. Man. Hey, uh, so we're going to make this school. We're going to make a school, and uh, it's going to have a lot of Jesus in it. That's fine. But you know what? Uh, I have an idea. And it's an idea of only for the people that are kind of looking down on us, both physically. Is this the and, architect? And uh, figuratively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, this is what he uh, sounds like. Look, I just, we're evangelicals, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Tom, are you an evangelical? Yeah, absolutely. Jerry? Um, yeah. Yeah, we're all evangelicals. And we're about to make this school, right? Amen. What if, I'm just, what if, just say it. I don't, I don't know if it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> At least from like a like a like a look at it like a planning sort of way like from class to class like if you're at the top and you need to go to the bottom you might not you'd probably be tardy but what if we what if you have in a what helicopter if was, what if it was an E <laughs> oh, you don't know it's an E what if it was an E nobody else <laughs> that beautiful it's a beautiful building and it got preserved as an well, architectural can we get a Google Street Map we I know we need to go above. there's got to be an aerial let me we see if I can find an aerial view and you'll see it changed over the years because we added a gymnasium no offense this was the church I went to that's a mega church wow that's pretty it's incredible that looks there's like a, a tunnel gazebo. An underground mm-hmm. tunnel that connected the uh, the two things religious organizations love their twitch. underground tunnels <laughs> I'm telling you oh you gotta have one you it, don't it, have like one. it's gonna be an E but it's we're also gonna have a tunnel need tunnels. or maybe 10, <laughs> 10 ton, 20 tunnels yeah it's amazing you can't find an aerial view like the size of this thing you gotta go to the incredible. Google Maps you gotta dang. go to the Googs, the yeah. Googs Maps that's um, crazy hey we're the Wildcats okay so Chargers we're the Chargers now now look um we have to do an annex. We've grown a lot. We've got a lot of people giving us uh, a lot of tuition. So we've got a lot of money, and we get to do an arts school. And we are the Chargers. 
So I think there's two directions we can go. This art school could be the <laughs> we could it could be a C for the Chargers, or we pull an oopsie doopsie and it's an A for arts. What do you want to do? <laughs> Look, I only do buildings that are in the shape of numbers. <laughs> it could be a B for all I care. That's and so crazy. The gymnasium because it was an, it became a giant school. G. <laughs> These kids can't play basketball. <laughs> The court is just a giant G. They don't know what they're doing. They're reinventing the game. It's a G. Oh, shit. That's good. What oh, was it really? Um, well, the, <laughs> oh, fuck. the gymnasium was built into the E. Uh, oh, so it was oh, a yeah. okay. big capital E. And so the gymnasium was built between what would have what was the theater, the chapel, and then the other now, classroom. Now, what part of the E is that called? What do you call that part of the E? I don't know about the architecture <laughs> of an actual E. I don't I know, know what the different parts are. Are we talking called. about the uh, the upper left part of the E? Going into the extension of the upper <laughs> right extension? I don't. Oh, you're going. Yeah, that's so going it's e. the middle. This it's is right the middle? Here. It's in between? Yeah. Okay. And uh, m- uh, my dad built it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Very strange. Old uh, alphabetical wow. ar- architect. <laughs> he was like, ah, you guys want to, what part of the E do you want the gymnasium in? <laughs> That's so funny. Anyways, I think we, uh, we tangented off of what you were talking about, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. About yourself at that age. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was about girls, too. This is really, I did this thing where sixth grade, my elementary school and another elementary school in the community did a sixth grade camp. So we went nice. to the mountains, had camp got this big picture of all the kids in the camp. So if some of them started disappearing, <laughs> it looks totally <laughs> like one of those photos. <laughs> um, and then the summer, you know, like, I guess I was looking at this picture sometime between the summer of sixth grade and seventh grade middle school. And I knew that those two schools were going to be merging to uh-huh. this middle school, the two elementary schools. And I look at the picture, I'm looking at it, and there was a girl, like, sitting in the front that, like, went to this other school, and I thought she was super cute, and I was like, I'm going to date this girl. Like, I'm going to... She's the one. Ambition. Goals. I did that. Pervy. And then... (laughs) She's going to be mine. Pretty much. (laughs) I'm horny, and I like videos. (laughs) (laughs) That was my pickup. I'm horny for editing. I'm horny, I like videos. (laughs) for editing but i want to talk to you yeah. <laughs> um then it took me from seventh grade started talking to her all the way until sophomore year like middle of sophomore year and we finally started dating yeah finally got nice. there. <laughs> but i remember truly for four years probably three and a half years she was all I thought about. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The yes. crushes were cemented. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yep. And then when texting got involved, it's like this whole new thing because yeah. I like got my first cell phone out in like seventh or eighth grade. So then it was like so much overthinking with every word. Yeah. Everything you're a, doing. I had AOL Instant Messenger. That was my version okay. of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gather around the computer. Bing. Get away messages. <laughs> yep. Dude, that's wow. so crazy because I didn't have a cell phone until sophomore year of college, maybe junior year of college. Okay. Nice. So my adolescent upbringing had not, like my pining and my constantly thinking about 
my crush or yeah. the opposite sex was all in my mind. There was yeah. no reaching out. There was maybe I could get on the phone and get yelled at on my, by my parents after 15, 20 minutes of taking yeah. over the landline mm-hmm. and being wrapped in the cord. Oh. Like that makes me feel so ancient. But I also, and, and cell phones were admittedly around or started to be at the end of my, my high school career, but I lived in a part of the country where it just takes longer for that technology to catch up. So in Montana, we didn't have it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I just wasn't part of it. I didn't have a, an email address until the very end of my, I didn't have an email address until the very end of my senior year. And the only reason I had it was so I could email my crush. Nice. Oh, I love it. At night. I'm I horny and I like videos. I didn't. <laughs> I'm horny and I run fast. <laughs> you know, I like the mile. I haven't done it for a while, but I'll do it for you. Hey, why aren't you responding? Only reason I had an email was to email my crush, and I only the only memory I have of when I would do that was like on my friend's computer because we didn't yeah. have one. Yeah. At like parties where yeah. we were supposed to be like dial up in jubilation and yeah. having fun and not being on a computer, <laughs> paying attention wow. to a crush and still writing it and then waiting for the reply. Yeah. Crazy. Jeez. Crazy. I'm old enough to remember texting becoming a thing and really believing no way this is going to take off. Wow. Real, you, you had that thought. You're yeah. like, nope. I was like, well, why I, on earth? Because it was the time when you had to hit the button three times to find yeah, the letter. Yeah. And we're like, this is harder. Oh, yes. And it, it blew up even before we had iPhones. Like, people were doing this, right? And they'd, yep. and they'd be really fast So at fast. It. And I'm like, why don't you just call them, guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, how wrong I was. My daughter's generation doesn't call no why would you they just don't i don't hear your voice well, we, it's not a thing my yeah mm-hmm. my generation really unless i'm stopped. scamming you out of uh, your student loan <laughs> i don't want you, you will text if you're yeah. gonna scam somebody your generation is didn't we i mean i was all text i mean there was like yeah. in seventh grade i think there was a couple girls that i called on the phone and talked to but pretty much after that like even during that it was mostly texting interesting so do you think Kevin, from somebody in your generation that did your flirting and your courting in kind of a digital text way, it seems like more than a, a conversational way. Do you feel like your generation is now coming around to a more of a intimate visual type of conversation because of the pandemic and things like I Zoom? Think, I think it depends. I think it really depends on the person yeah. now because there's some people who like are all phone call like they can just my age that are just totally on the phone most of the time in that way talking, but. There's other people who like I never speak to on the phone, and it's all just they are always talking about just texting. Interesting. Let us know in the comments below how your your conversation habits uh, are are realized these days. Because when I think about it, in my my personal habits, I still hate and I don't like doing it. But I have friends that have kind of transitioned to this. A lot of people FaceTime now instead of phone call. Like Us, they want yeah. to see. I hate it. it mm. I feel it's so awkward. I don't want I, a FaceTime yeah. out of the blue is a, is one of the meanest things. Yeah, I don't like it, and I don't like. How dare you? Family, friends, my best friends, like it just feels weird. I to don't. Me. I want to hear someone's justification for that though, because mm-hmm. what it's is normal. that other than you're truly just like walking in on somebody without any you? warning? Yeah. So is this is this, <laughs> yeah. is this weird to you? People don't yes. do this to you? I no, have, like, this has happened to people. me too, but okay. not often. But enough yeah. to where, like, I mean, and I get what you're saying. People have talked about it. I just don't see why people don't, like, all think that it's bad. Yeah, and I'm starting like, to Like, why is it normalized? Some people are wrong, <laughs> and they don't know. I was in, when I was in Vegas, I saw n- numerous people who were not showing anything off. They were just, like walking around 
with someone's face on in there. FaceTime. Yeah. I see people doing it driving. And I do the thing where I try because I'm a little taller. I like to go over their shoulder. But, <laughs> what happens? What you FaceTime? What right happens there? in Vegas stays. I'm horny and I like videos. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Thank you for FaceTiming. <laughs> I'm horny and I like the old Final Cut Pro, but the Final Cut X isn't really doing it for me. Hey, you want to go out for I a little bit? I thought about you for three years. <laughs> Avid's an okay choice, but I guess I'm leaning into Premiere these days. I got a boner. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, like, but so I'm starting to lean into the realm of like the immediacy of text is, is still better, but I, I like to call like if I feel like my text is gonna take three to four different texts or a very long one, I'd yeah. rather just I'll just call and be like, "What's up, dude? Let's just talk." Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm I guess I'm old school now, which is crazy to think. Yeah, I've found that uh, I've heard from my partner that um, she was sort of surprised at the amount of phone calling I do. Really? And she's like, "You just kind of call people. Like, I'll call my brother regularly, and he'll call me, and we just call. I don't like text them." Have a little talk, a little See, relaxation. No, that's, I'm I more lean on time. texting. Yeah, I don't just call unless it's one just to have a normal, just like I want to just catch up, have a conversation, or if it's a big explanation yeah. or something. But I think our level of big explanation is probably different yeah. in text form. Yeah, I get bored. I'm like, oh, okay. like you, you the other night. The only reason I called you is because my brother didn't answer. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna call Kevin. You didn't answer. Either. I didn't answer. <laughs> Kevin never so. answers. No. <laughs> I said, Kevin, I'm horny. Do you like but videos? I don't <laughs> Kevin, I'm horny, and I need you to take some photos. <laughs> take some photos of me or a video. <laughs> what makes you horny? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> anyway, call me back. Uh, all right. Uh, that's all I got. You guys got anything else today? No, that's it. We were fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was very any, nice. No, I have today? no updates from anything. Been good. Just good. No, I'm good. great. The daughter. We talked about that. It's got that. It's got that. Uh, um, I guess the, the only little update that we can give you guys is that um, we said mm-hmm. we did our pre-orders on the movie movie game, and Woo! those were closed. Very big deal. They were done, and we're sending things off to the, the company now. But we're sending things off to production with a um, a buffer of extra orders. So yes. we're going to keep selling them. So if you still want movie, movie game, right now we have a very limited uh, amount of them left. So They're flying off the shelves. Go to bit.ly.com slash movie, movie game and go get one. And we're yep. excited. And man, ooh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yep. I'm Wonderful. Excited. I'm yep. excited for the, when it starts popping up in people's. I know. That's going to be really cool. Yep. That's when it's going to get real. It's been real for a year now. That's the thing. Look. Props to us. We got this thing. Da- we got this damn thing done. Done. We got this dang thing damned. We got it dumbed and damned and downed. <laughs> like again, I keep hearing of people in nightmare Kickstarter scenarios where people don't do it mm-hmm. and they don't fulfill it, or people yeah. are waiting for uh, six years. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Th- those that's are people crazy who are not too. as neurotic as we are. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> yeah, but we're doing it. So that's uh, those are the updates. And yeah, this has got a red flags video. I'll go watch that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, hope uh, Steve feels better and yeah. um, give him love on the twits. Keep an eye on what uh, shapes the buildings that you yeah. enter. Yeah, that's are. so funny. We made an E. <laughs> that's so stupid. Anyways, <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>